Studios. This, this is After 9 with Scott and Kat. Can we start this off with our actual greeting to each other on a Friday off the air, obviously off of our morning radio show on FM Terrestrial Radio because we can't do it? It's sure. Happy Motherfucking Friday, everybody. Happy Motherfucking Friday! It's the best day. Happy Friday, friends. We've got a lot of stuff to do here just to fill your head with nonsense for the next little while. We're going to talk about sex and dirty positions that you can do that in. Yeah, it's specific to Halloween. Uh, I've got just a bunch of fun Halloween sex positions for you. And the the names alone of these are going to just get you hooked. So I will run that list down later. Halloween sex positions for you. Uh, Let me run through some things here first. They say this year all the Thanksgiving turkeys are smaller. All the grocery stores brought in smaller turkeys because they were expecting people to have smaller gatherings. So if you want a 24-pounder or something like that, you may be hard-pressed to find one. But if you do find one, they say it'll be cheaper this year because there's less demand for the bigger turkeys. All right, I'll take cheap turkey any day. The cheapest one you can find. It's funny because I was I was just reading an article from a turkey farmer's perspective um, the other day, and they said they're worried about this year first and foremost because a lot of people are going without it. I know in my family we we usually do cook a big tur- turkey, and we're not doing that this year. Um, we're going to probably do a small turkey. I think that we're going to go with that, but it's definitely different. And for a lot of people, they don't need that big old thirty pounder. It just, it's not necessary if we're just having 10 or maybe less people or, I say you still do it though, because you can, there's turkey soup and you can make a nice turkey casserole and some more turkey soup. I mean, you can still use it. Sure. There's all kinds of shit you can do with a turkey. We don't have enough turkey eating occasions. So fill your belly up with it. It's good. Hey, do you remember back at the beginning of quarantine when I told you that, um, uh, some guy broke into Disney World and camped out for a couple of days on Discovery Island. Yes. So he finally had his day in court because he got caught. You can't just break into Disney World. And I hate to say that crime pays, but in this case, it almost kind of did. The judge gave him a reduced sentence because he uh, was remorseful and he knows what he did wrong and all that sort of shit. But for breaking into Disney World and spending two nights on Discovery Island, he got fined a hundred bucks. And as long as he stays on good behavior, he won't even have a record for having done that. So think about this. That's a hundred dollar fine as opposed to $280 in admission. It would have been cheaper to just break into Disney World. The last time I went, I was buying these fucking park hopper passes and just getting bent over left, right, and center by Mickey and Goofy. Is this? This fucker just went in and camped out. Is this an option? For $100 fine. Is this an option now then? I feel like that sets a really dangerous precedent if they're just going to charge that much money. And yes, of course, it was all fine and he didn't vandalize and he didn't go in and terrorize and piss on statues and take a shit on a roller coaster or anything like that. But, (laughs) but... (laughs) What a there's, horrible thing to do. There's going to be morons. There's going to be morons that are going to hear this and go, maybe, just maybe, I could do something with this. Well, just do the math. $140 to get in or a $100 fine for breaking in. If you get caught, well, there's going to be people out there who can reason that out in their head and say, yeah, yeah, that's fine. I'm just going to break in then and see what happens or what doesn't happen. Uh, one out of three people say when this pandemic shit is over, we should be able to wear slippers at the office. 56% don't think their work is going to loosen up the dress code. At least not that much. 
So one in three want to wear slippers, but about 60% say, yeah, work's probably not going to. Yeah. Would you really want to wear slippers at work? Look, I wear slides all the time, and they're crazy comfortable. Look, it's, that's all great, but it all depends what you do. Like, don't forget, if, if you're all back in the office, there's a, let's, okay, so let's say, fast forward, vaccine, it's, it works out well, people are taking it, people are called back into work. If you have clients, customers coming in and out of the office you're meeting with now, now you're meeting face-to-face. Back, Do you want to be wearing slippers in front of them? It all depends what you do for a living, I suppose. Like, in an industry like we're in, I don't think anybody would really be that turned off by the fact that we're wearing slippers, which is dumb. I think you dress for the part. And I understand right now, working from home, you're not dressing for the part. So I get it. It's different. But at work, you dress for the part. So if you want to be taken seriously, you wear the good clothes and you feel good. Let's talk about being rude before we get to the sexy time fun. These are the new rude things that people do when they're out shopping in a pandemic world. The number one worst thing you can do is get too close to another shopper. Have you had that happen to you yet? You're like looking at something on a shelf and you look behind you and all of a sudden there's somebody like right there in your fucking space. Yeah, I have had that. In line is actually the worst because I'll purposely avoid people when I'm actually doing the physical shopping. But when it's time to get in line... I've had people, like, the markers are right on the floor, and I try to abide by them exactly, right? So if my feet go here, my feet go here, I see someone in front of me, I can roughly say that's at least six feet, I'm good. There's people who don't pay attention to that, and they're right up people's butt. I saw someone get in trouble at the LCBO the last time I was there because he was way too close to the person in front of them. And and the security guard that was working was like, you need to step back, step back. Do they actually correct that behavior? Yes, I saw it happen. Huh. And they should. Yes, they should. Man, Elsie, like there's certain, you know, there's certain places. You and I talked about it from the, from the beginning, like your best buys. Remember how serious they took it right in the beginning? Oh, yeah. You had to fill out an application to even get inside the store, basically. <laughs> they asked you. Hi, I'm here to apply to come in and buy some headphones, please. <laughs> I'd like Madden 21. Where do I sign? <laughs> you had to answer every question in the book. And that's great. They wanted to be safe. I, I applaud them for that. LCBO, same thing. They asked you the questions. They don't do it as often, I find, at the LCBO, but they're still pretty strict, and they do have the security measures in place anyway. So, yeah, that's their job. You make sure you're keeping that distance, bud. Back, back, back away. Other rude things we do when we're shopping? Trying to sneak into a crowded store? You ever seen that when there's a lineup at Best Buy or a lineup at Costco, and you see some fucker just try and slide in unnoticed? I watched somebody do that at Best Buy. Mm. The person was checking people in in the line where you can you reserve it online and pick it up in store. Somebody else just walked right around the pylons and slipped in. Now, in all fairness, the, the people running the line outside Costco and, and Longo's and, and Best Buy, they aren't cops. But nonetheless, you're still supposed to follow their direction. People that are wearing mesh masks or not wearing their mask correctly. The mesh mask, I don't get. I mean, I get. I, I understand if you're an anti-masker and you think the whole thing is bullshit and you don't think you should be uh, told by the government that you have to wear a mask. That's fine. Then don't wear one and deal with the consequences. Wearing a mask but a mesh one is really just a slap in the face to the rest of us. I, I mean, was, if you're going to take a stand, take a stand. Yeah, I was actually like, I can't believe people are doing this. But Lana Del Rey, for example, um, artist, great voice. She went out to meet and greet fans somewhere to say hello. And she was wearing one of those. And I get it because some of them are very pretty. They're lace. 
beautiful masks. They just want to be fashionable, right? She was wearing one of these, like, lacy, meshy masks where definitely if spit was coming out of your face, it would go right through the mask. To meet fans, to say hello to them right in their faces. Yeah. And I was thinking, who? What are you thinking? And I'm, so I'm not sure if it's just a, I really... I'm uneducated on it, or I, I am, but I don't give a shit. I, it could be both. Do you think some people are burning bridges permanently? Like the relationship is irreparable? Do you think there's Lana Del Rey fans out there that are concerned about the pandemic and saw that and thought, you know what, I'm done with her. I'll find another favorite new artist. No, I don't think something like that would be enough to make someone be that against them. No, if they were... Like some some of some people out there, okay, not even celebrities. Let's just go with people across the board. Might surprise you with being an anti-masker. I've seen it myself. I know you have too. Where all of a sudden you see this Facebook post pop up from this person that you know, or maybe you kind of know, and you learn that they're hardcore. Plandemic. If you think that wearing a mask is keeping you safe, you're dumb. Like this, that, and the next thing. It kind of it kind of takes you by surprise a little bit. But I don't know if. If that will make you enough to hate that person or dislike that person, some people, yeah, some people might. We're talking about the rude things that we do in 2020 that are now considered rude anyway. Uh, being rude to service workers who are just doing their job. I, I just read a story this morning. It was about a waitress in Pennsylvania and some guys came in for beers and there's a sign at the front of the restaurant and it says, uh, stop here, put your mask on, take your mask off when you get to your table. The guys just blew right by the sign. So she said to them, uh, guys, guys, you got to put your masks on while you're walking around in the bar area. They just kept going to their table. Mm. At the end, they had a $23 bill for a couple of beers. They paid the $23. And in the tip line, all they wrote was mask. Zero tip. This woman was pissed. She was wow. really pissed. Not about the tip, just about how rude they were. Yeah. Listen, it, it, I, I don't care how you feel about it. Don't take it out on the servers or the people that have zero say in the policy. Mm -hmm. That server did not implement that policy. She was just doing her job, and part of her job is making tips. So you ripped her off and totally disrespected her, and she had no input whatsoever into making that decision that you need a mask on when you're walking around the bar area. Wow. Yeah, and and bang on what you said, bang on. Cashier, wherever you might be. Uh, the person working at that restaurant, the person, you know, in that office building where you're entering for whatever reason, they didn't make the rules. You have to abide by them. That's it. They didn't make them. So stop. You got to stop doing that. couple other things that are now considered rude in 2020. Handing something directly to the cashier. Mm. Yeah, you set it down and then they pick it up. And That's then they set it down and you pick it back up. There's you, no hand-to-hand exchange. You feel like a piece of shit if you do it the wrong way because I did that at Costco. I just handed it I wanted to hand it right to the lady just out of habit and she's like, like your "No. Card? No, put it down." I was like, "Sorry. Sorry." What was it you're handing it to her? Your card? My Costco card. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, they don't want to touch anything that you have. They don't want to touch it. And I get it. And I get it. But out of habit we sometimes do those things, right? Price matching without proof? Okay, well, that's not that's just plain arguing then. That's standing in line holding everybody up saying, "It's a dollar cheaper at Walmart. Fuck, I want the Walmart price." Well, then go to Walmart, <laughs> you know? Like either bring in proof or go to Walmart, but don't hold up everybody else cuz you saw it cheaper somewhere else but can't remember where or don't have any evidence of that. Hang on, I'll call it up on my phone. Drives me crazy. Uh, and using your phone at the register for things other than shopping. 
if you're going to pay on your phone, by all means, use your phone. But if you're just going to text away about this, that, or the other thing, put your fucking phone away until you're done paying for that transaction and then get out of there and text all you want in the parking lot. Don't hold up everybody else on your phone. And, and this one's not on the list, but I want to add it in anyway. Put your damn cart in the cart corral or mm-hmm. walk your ass back up to the store and put it there. Yeah. Stop leaving your damn shopping cart in the damn parking lot. Don't leave your parking or leave the parking lot full of shopping carts because inevitably, because they're all on wheels, a good gust of wind is going to come and that's going to scratch somebody's car and completely ruin their day. It happens all the time. Maybe they can't afford to get it fixed. You're totally screwing somebody over there because you were too lazy to put a cart back in the corral. Come on. Don't make work for extra people. Don't leave the potential for somebody's car to get dinged just because you're being lazy. There's no excuse for it whatsoever. Ever. And don't give me a whole bunch of for instances. Oh, well, what if I've got uh, little kids? Put the kids in the car. Walk the cart back. No. No, I never do that. Nope. Then what do you do? I park by the car corral. That's a totally legitimate option as well. Yeah. Actually, I always do too because I get it. Uh, sometimes you get all your stuff back into the car and you think, all right, let's fucking go. Ah, the cart. Yeah. Oh, Look, well, then park near the cart corral. That's the, like, that's, I don't know. That's my personal, like if you've got little kids and I've got two of them, I got to worry about putting in there. So usually what I'll do is I'll park right beside it. So I don't feel as nervous just leaving my kids on the car. Cause I don't like leaving my kids in the car without me being in it. Like period, the end, I don't do it. I know there's some people that will do it. They feel comfortable. I don't. And I don't know if I ever will. That's me. But I will... Park right beside it for a reason or or maybe two spots away, right? So I can unload the stuff. Maybe I'll put one in the car while I take the cart to the corral with the kid in it, take the kid out of that cart, and then put them in. Right before we get to the sexy talk, one more thing. You've probably seen the where we were, where we are now thing that's going around on social media. Someone will post an old picture and then a new picture. Like maybe it's uh, them studying in college and now them doing their career. Or uh, an athlete. Hey, here's me playing minor t-ball. And now here's me in the major leagues. Where we were and where we are now. Fine. That's all well and good. Some of them are pretty well done. There's a new one out and it's kind of degrading. And I'm going to say a wild overgeneralization. This one on TikTok is my place versus his place. This is women filming their nice clean house or condo. And then posting it side by side with the horrors they find at their boyfriend's house. Jeez. Ah, Rusted shower curtains, fridges that are filled with just beer and ranch dressing, McDonald's containers everywhere, unmade beds, cheap sheets, everything. Why would you do that to your guy? And you know what, princess? You're not exactly the cleanest thing yourself. Look, the first the, when you said that, first of all, that's, it is funny to me because I know a lot of dirty girls. Like, I'm not going to lie. Uh, specifically, though, I don't know about their places as much, aside from maybe the bathroom countertops I notice at, at my, my friends' places, especially if they live by themselves or even if they do have a partner that they live with. Their bathroom counters usually shits everywhere. Like, no organization, makeup, uh, plugged-in hair straighteners and curlers and shit everywhere, A. And B, cars. So listen, dudes, listen. If you're in a relationship with a woman... And you would like to get back at her if she did that. Double check those areas because those are probably the top spots for women that they keep the messiest. And the purse. Let's not forget our purse is a deep fucking hole of shit. Yes, it is. 
fucking awful in there. I've got everything and anything in there. I usually clean it out once in a while, but if I leave it a month even, I've got hair ties. I've got nine different lip glosses in there. You name it, I've got it. i got shoelaces. Where the fuck they came from, I don't know. So all kinds of shit. Those are the, probably the top three places. So if you do get dissed, and maybe you deserve getting dissed. Maybe she just wants you to open your eyes and clean your shit up. And everyone should be cleaning their shit up. Girl, boy, don't care. <laughs> Keep your shit clean. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Keep your shit clean across the board. But I'll talk specifically because apparently this is guys saying this about their women. So if the women did that to you, just double check her area if you want to get back to her. Get back at her. That's probably a good way to do it. Okay, listen, guys, uh, we all have strengths and weaknesses. And there's a lot of my guy friends are neat freaks. If they lived alone, and for the ones who do live alone, their place is impeccable because they take a lot of pride in that and they keep it clean. Now, guys aren't necessarily detail-oriented. If you go and do the white glove test across the whatever, it might not come out perfectly white afterwards because, well, maybe the guys don't dust. But they're on top of that vacuuming. They're on top of their laundry. They make sure everything's put away. Their bed is made. They do a good job. Now, in contrast, like Kat said... We all know some of those dirty girls. There's some girls that are real pigs. Mm -hmm. So, guys, flip the script. If she does this to you, you go right back and do it to her because there's some dirty spots that you could find them. And you know what? Like Kat said, maybe it's her car. Maybe she's a pig in the car. Maybe she likes to eat a half a bagel in the morning and throw the other half in the back seat. What is it with the back seat? The people don't, do they think it's a magic hole or shit's just going to disappear? Oh, I, I throw it back here and it goes away. Like, uh, no word of a lie. I stepped into a girlfriend of mine's car once, and I was like, it, it's, it's smelly in here. And I'm a pretty honest friend. I'm like, it's kind of sm- stinky. What is happening in here? And she pulls out of her back seat half of a wrap from a restaurant she ordered food from a week previous. Oh, my God. M- molded ass sour cream in a container with that wrap, too. And then said, oh, maybe it's this. What in the holy fuck have you been doing for the last week? You couldn't find one garbage can to put that in. <laughs> that is disgusting <laughs> disgusting so i will speak the, uh, about everybody so, everyone has an area in their life where maybe they're a little bit messy unless they're extremely ocd there's a there's messy people everywhere but i i, I do find it unfair you know if if someone's getting told maybe i mean again maybe they need the wake-up call but everyone needs a wake-up call here and there in their life don't accept it if they do it to you do it back to them guys that's all i'm saying Let's talk about sex. Let's talk about Halloween sex. Hey, Halloween this year might be a good getting it on night. Not only is it a Saturday night, it's the night the clocks go back an hour, so you get an extra hour of sleep. It's a full moon, and it's a blue moon. And we'll probably all be locked down again at that point. So (laughs) let's talk about Halloween sex. Okay, this is from Cosmo. So keep that in mind, everybody. Cosmo says Halloween is pretty much the time for kinky roleplay sex. This is the month to do it if you're going to try because costumes are everywhere. You might be in the mood to dress up. And what else do you have going on, too, is the other thing right now. Is Halloween a kinky sex night? I didn't know that. Well, not necessarily the night, but maybe the whole month because there are so many costumes available. And some people like to dress up. Now, some of these include costumes, which you can, they say in all of these, you can DIY the costumes. You can DIY any costume, though. So the first is called the trick or treat. What's the trick or treat? <laughs> Not knowing and the anticipation is the key to the trick or treat. 
the well, whoever wants to, the woman, let's say, will bend over anywhere in the house. The man's job is to quietly creep up behind her, and when she's not expecting it, bam! Trick or treat! (laughs) (laughs) Wham! Trick or treat! Okay, let me ask a couple questions about this. So you both know this is happening, but you don't know exactly when it's going to happen. Exactly. Well, the, yeah, the woman will be surprised. It's a trick or treat. So she'll sit there all wondering. Maybe it's in a dark room, pitch black, can't see. Ooh, when's he going to put it in? You don't know. And then trick or treat! In it goes. Which never, that, that's not going to go smoothly, by the way. It sounds terrible. <laughs> well, what, am I just supposed to walk around with a fucking heart on all day waiting for her to bend over? Like, Hopefully she's no, bent over for a while because sometimes i got to have no. a drink first or no, something. I don't know. Not, it's in the moment. So you go inside a room together maybe. You turn the lights out. Make sure it's as pitch black as possible. Maybe she even puts uh, something over her eyes so she can't see where you are in the room. It's like a sexy game of Marco Polo except for it's this tick, not a tap. <laughs> <laughs> so I just jump up behind her what, and just fucking stick it in. Okay. Okay, you know what? Not for you. Let's move on. Not for you, maybe. Okay? So maybe that's not for you. You better hope you hit the right hole, because <laughs> holy shit. Trick or treat, motherfucker! <laughs> Sweet baby Jesus! <laughs> Surprise! Oh, shit. This, Sorry. This next one could go terribly wrong as well. It's called bobbing for apples. Okay? Okay, I'm instantly getting a a vision of a blowjob, but okay, okay, you you tell me what bobbing for apples is. Right track, my friend, right track. Bobbing for apples, put or tie your wrist behind your back. Take turns. And by the way, this can be for uh, same-sex couples as well. Tie, take turns. Tying your wrists behind your back. See how much different forms of pleasure you can provide. Gentle nibbles, swirls, rapid taps, and bobbing. If you want to include power play, have your partner hold your wrists and instruct you what to do. This could go also go terribly wrong because you could lose an yeah. eyeball real quick if you don't have your hand there. Right. Totally. So I'm trying to figure this out. Okay, so I've got my hands behind my back and she's supposed to like sensually tease no. me? No. No. If you're doing it that way, her hands are tied behind her back and she's bobbing for apples. Oh. So my hands are free. Your hands are free. Her hands are tied behind her back. Yeah. But she's going to be doing like the whole chicken thing, like just peck, 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 peck. Yeah, which again could go terribly wrong. Yeah, for sure. Maybe safety goggles, I'd recommend. So, well, maybe nobody wants it in their eye. <laughs> like this, nobody has ever said, eh, put it in my eye. Let's move on to the fun size candy bar. This is called the fun size candy bar. Okay. If you have a partner with a penis, it says, and you want to maximize the size. Oh, this is kind of sad, isn't it? Oh, <laughs> like here, I saw a special article on Cosmo on how we can make this little thing work. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Fuck. Here comes the PTSD again. <laughs> um, you put your legs tightly together on the bottom. The woman does. Yeah. Instead of spreading it. And just basically you're having a little fun outside of the hole. Does that make sense? That's called the fun size candy bar. The fun It's just size. stimulation. That's all it is. So what am I fucking her thigh? No, there's a spot there. You know what it is, and I'm not going to say it. I know it's the podcast. I ain't going to say it. The clitoris, Scott. Jesus, please tell me you know what that is. I'm not familiar with the term. <laughs> this is the, 
problem, right? Where is it? <laughs> What's this magical thing you're talking about? Those are real? What? I thought that was a myth. Okay, so hold on a second here. So she's going to lay on her back, and she's got her legs tightly together. Tightly Just together. Close the door. Yep. And he's going to be on top of her. Uh-huh. With his pecker out. Uh-huh. But it's not actually going to go in anything. It's just going to sort of like slap her in the clit. <laughs> Is that what you're talking about? You got it. You okay. got it. Oh, all right. You well, got it. Fun for one of us. Sure. Great. No, fun for all. <laughs> fun for all. It's kind of a sad position, isn't it? <laughs> uh, the, the spider is basically just her on top. Uh, sit their ass down, it says, in a wide chair. Climb up so you're facing them. Put your feet in the air on either side of the bum. Wrap your arms loosely around their shoulders and let them appreciate the visuals. Mix it up with a long, sweet kiss and open and shut your knees as you see fit. Pro tip, it says. Afterward, don't kill and eat them like a real spider would. All right. Huh. I have a feeling that's a little bit more athletic than I'm tip- uh, typically into. Well, you just uh, like it, it shows a man and woman in this one, so you just really have to sit there. That's all you have to do. It's oh, kind of a lot of work anything? for her. Oh, it's a fuck, lot of work easy. for her. I can do that. I do that most of the time anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the <laughs> and I wear it like a badge of honor. The the titillating mommy. The titillating mommy. Wrap yourself up in bandages. This can be for anybody. Male, male, female, female, male, female. Have your partner lick and kiss each part of you as they unwrap you slowly. Maybe, bonus, if they just use their mouth. Ooh. That's all it says. So I'm guessing that would be a lead up to banging. But that, that's all it says is you just unwrap their mummy, their mummified body. Basically. What do I wrap her up in? Though? You know, that's a great question because there's a real. Toil- I can't waste toilet paper. There's a at toilet this paper point. shortage right now, and fuck that. Okay, so if you think that I'm using any TP for this, you got to be kidding me. Maybe, maybe take an old sheet and cut it up. But I ain't using my TP, man. That's gold. Oh fuck! This sex- company comes over for Thanksgiving. Sorry, we used all the TP. We did the sexy mummy last night. <laughs> the witch's broom the witch's broom okay you just mentioned that's too too much work there's certain things that are too much work this is right. this looks tedious for him for the guy in this scenario based on this visual i'm getting on cosmo take two chairs okay yeah and you're gonna let them face each other and then you're gonna lie down there's no chair under your butt there's just a chair that you're leaning on up at the top and your feet go on the chair so, so your feet and your head are supported yes Nothing else is. So you've got to keep yourself... You've got to have some core muscles here. It's like planking, but on your back instead of your stomach. The witch's broom. Have him plank between the two in brackets. It says soft chairs. And just ride him cowgirl style. Cackle as you see fit. (laughs) (laughs) If she starts cackling, I'm telling her to get the fuck out. (laughs) Get the fuck out. No. That is, that's not good. That's not good. Okay, let me see. If it's an a- interesting idea, though. Yeah. I mean, yeah, right? That, that, that witch's broom. Sure. This is way too much fucking work. I'm throwing it out there. This is way too much work. The devilish Dracula. Have sex upside down. Oh. If you're not a vampire, doing it from a handstand position with your feet leaning against the wall may be your best bet. 
Your best bet at what? Having a miserable time? This mm. person's doing a handstand. I don't know, understand how you focus. I don't know either. Like, that's going to take a lot of endurance. Holy shit. You got to hold yourself up, upside down the whole time? Like, not hanging, standing upside down. And then there's the classic, the amorous ghost or other face masks of your choice where you basically do each other without seeing each other. Oh. Huh. Not so like bad. Not on Zoom on what, or anything, right? It, like actually in the same room? No, in the same room. It just depends on what your costume is. That could be sexy, but it depends what you're dressing up as. So you put them, you cover their eyes, like blindfold them, and you just start doing Both it. Both of you. Just f- covered. Completely, except for there. You can't see them. You just do it. That's also dangerous. Yeah. I mean, a lot can go wrong there. A lot can go wrong. Uh, certain things need to go in the certain spots, and if you put it in the wrong spot, uh, sometimes that doesn't work out as well. And if, when you're both blindfolded and it's dark and maybe you've had a few drinks, you could very easily mistake, like, I don't know, like a, an ear for the mouth. That sort of thing. You don't want to do that. So <laughs> just make sure that you have your ducks in a row and everything's lined up nicely, and then, sure, go ahead and blindfold. Would that make it better, the fact that you can't see them? I don't know. What if you think your partner's hot? Yeah, I don't know what that would really what that would really do for you, but it's an option. It's out there. Different way to get ghosted. Different way. <laughs> Is there any more? That, we'll leave it at that. Those are the okay. top ones. Yeah. All right. Well, have yourselves a, a great weekend, you horny bastards. <laughs> Try out all bitches. of those. <laughs> Let us know how they all went. <laughs> when you're when you're waddling out the door later on, you think of us. <laughs> uh, oh, quickly, before we go, I want to do a shout out for my friend Steve at La Casa Dolce. It's my favorite bakery, and I go there every time there's an occasion. And I've got a couple of occasions this weekend between the GFM and then my mom. So I'm going to uh, pick up pumpkin pies and tarts and banana cream pie, cannoli, the whole nine yards. They really are great. Queensway and Cothra in Mississauga, La Casa Dolce on Instagram and Twitter if you want to throw them a follow. Anything you want to mention before we uh, bail for the long weekend? No, I hope you guys have a safe and happy Thanksgiving. We know the COVID numbers are going to be shit today and just to try to focus on having a safe, nice Thanksgiving. Hopefully you can you can do that this weekend. Do you want to venture a guess? I mean, we know it's going to be over 900 cases today. Do you think there will be new restrictions when we get back here on Tuesday? Yeah, I think hotspots, though. I think I'm going to go 938. Let me take a random stab at it. 938, and I'm going to say um, Toronto. Toronto, you're going to see some stuff. You're going to see some stuff go down. I think that it's about to get a little bit tighter there. I don't see them doing it across the board, Ontario. I personally hope they don't do it across the board, Ontario. Uh, but that's what I see happening is specifically there. Uh, Toronto Peel, maybe Ottawa too. Just reading here, Toronto is about to suspend some recreation programs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, here we There it go. is. There it is. Here we go. Uh, the, yeah, as we record here, the numbers are not in yet, so that's it. Have a great Thanksgiving, everybody. Be safe and uh, govern yourselves accordingly. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. 
<laughs> For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.